Father God, we thank you for uh, our brother Steve. And um, Lord God, we thank you that, that he stands in you, Father God. And we thank you, um, Lord God, for, for the years of wisdom that he has, Father God. For, um, yeah, the, I guess the times that he, he has uh, struggled, Father God, and, and, and doubted. And, um, yeah, I guess even not been, been trusting you, Father God. And for the, for the things he's learnt out of that, Father God. And, um, you know, like David, he hasn't just stopped there, Father God, but pressed in for more. Uh, and Lord God, we just, yeah, really pray that the, the words that come out of his mouth this morning, Father God, are, are your inspired words, Lord. Mm. Amen. Thanks, um, thanks, Dan. Now, I, I don't uh, normally uh, agree to preach to less than 50 people, um, but I'll make an exception <laughs> because you're, this morning because you're my church, uh, my church family. It's, um, it's good to be uh, here. Um, Nick rang me on Thursday and uh, said that he hadn't been able to organise um, an alternate uh, person to, to share the word. So he said, I, uh, you were last on the list. I said, thanks, uh, Nick. Um, and, uh, but that's really good. So what I, I said to Nick, look, as long as you're happy that um, I just... Um, share in a devotion type uh, format, not having really enough time to uh, prepare a sermon, but something's been on my heart, especially over the last uh, two to three weeks, and Nick said that's fine. So you're not going to get a 40-minute sermon this morning. Is that good? Yeah, excellent. <laughs> All right. But we'll just see how we go. If you give me lots of encouragement, I'll, I'll keep going. But um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you keep on doing that, I'll... Um, I'll, uh, yeah, so, <clears throat> all right, so thanks, Dan, for reading uh, Proverbs chapter 3. It's um, a passage of scripture that um, the Lord keeps on bringing back to me all the time, and I sometimes wonder why he does that, and I think it's because I'm always forgetting to learn the lesson um, of that uh, particular chapter, and um my father shared um, Proverbs chapter 3 with me. When I was about um, 10 years old, he, he took me aside and um, uh, sat down with me. I think it must have been one Sunday afternoon. And it was really important for him and it's been really important for me. And he just sat there with me and shared Proverbs chapter 3. So it's always been uh, very precious um, to me but sometimes it's got lessons in it that um, I, I'm always uh, forgetting uh, to learn and so what I want to do is just share a little bit of my um, journey especially over the last uh, three years um, with the way that God's been uh, guiding me and this whole idea and the theme today is you can't worry and trust God at the same time, okay? You can't do it. And as I thought more about this over the last few days, um, I realised that, um, and Carl came up with the word for me this week, it's called multitasking. Um, the Bible's not big on multitasking, especially when it comes to um, our thoughts and actions, and especially if those thoughts and actions are in competition with each other, okay? And so, 
um, we can read hundreds of verses in the Bible that talk about don't worry, trust, don't be anxious, pray, um, uh, don't be downcast, worship, okay? So trying to multitask two polar opposites is just, uh, just doesn't work. And as Proverbs chapter 3 says, it's not a wise thing to do, all right? So uh, you can't worry and trust God at the same time, and yet I do it, okay? And I'm sure we all try and do it. And then we wonder why our prayers aren't being answered, and we wonder why things aren't going right in our life and we're wondering why we read these uh, verses about um, all these blessings that God's got for us and then we suddenly realise, we suddenly realise that we're trying to multitask two polar, we're trying to, we pray about what we want to trust God for and then as soon as we uh, end the prayer, what do we do? Well, certainly if it's talking from my point of view, I go back to worrying again. Go back to worrying about it. And so, yes, the Lord might eventually bless me, but there's like a blockage there, okay? We can't worry and uh, trust at the same time. And I'm sorry I'm, I'm using the collective we. I mean me, and if it applies to you, please take it, please take it, on, um, please take it on board. Um, so, we're, we're taught in the Old Testament that sometimes we... Um, are stuck on the milk of the word. We're not stuck on the real bread, the real guts of it. And I'm, I was thinking um, yesterday, we have a fantastic pastor and a fantastic teacher in Nick and he gives us lots of bread and lots of really good stuff that we can get hold of and we can take away. And we go away and we might talk about it over Sunday lunch. We might think about it on Sunday afternoon Okay, but then Monday morning at work or getting into the week, we're back to first base again. We're back to just worrying about things. So we're, we we get all this meat um, on a on a Sunday, and then um, we seem to slip back and we slip right back to the whole trusting God issue. There's a song um, on uh, One Way FM at the moment that says I want to get back to uh, the Jesus I want to get back to the basics Jesus loves me this I know and this little light of mine I'm going to uh, make it shine and I was thinking I want to add another um, I want to add another song to that another hymn trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey we learn all of this other stuff about growth and and uh, growing in the word, and sometimes we don't get even past first base. We just slip back, and um, we're, we're not trusting anymore. And over the last three years, um, I've been thinking and praying and planning and so on um, to get into the get into the car uh, business. And I don't know whether you can see, um, I was going to get it up on the screen, but um, about three years ago, I don't know whether you can see that, don't worry about that, vote one for Annie, okay, um, 
but thank you for all the high schoolers who did vote for her in her final year. But this is from about 2014. I don't know whether you can see that, but that's a car yard. Okay, and I've shown some of you this picture. There's a car yard, and it's got in writing over it, Stephen Hill. Okay, and that's actually a car yard in Napier in New Zealand. Uh, and the guy actually, that Stephen Hill, obviously thinks a lot of himself because he's got a Superman logo at the top of his car yard. I think that's a bit much for yes if I did that. But that was, a, that was the start of, I guess, a vision uh, that I had. Um, somebody sent me that and said, and I said to Leslie at the time, oh, this, this, I've got to do this, look at this, this is a sign, you know. And so ever since then I've been working towards it. But um, a, a lot of the time I've been held back and I've been held back because even though I've had that picture that started it all and then heaps and heaps of confirmation from other people, uh, from doors just opening for me and so on, I've been kept on getting tripped up, okay, because I haven't been trusting enough. And um, it was just the other week I was saying to Leslie, why does God do this all the time? Why? Do, and, and it had to do with... Um, finances for the business and we're reading, reaching a bit of a, a crisis point in the, in, in, the growth of the, um, in the growth of the yard and I needed money and um, I thought well that's okay um, and I bought a couple of cars at auction without actually having the money for it okay I thought that's all right though you know some cars will sell and I'll have the money and as I got closer and closer to the crunch time, I said to Leslie, why does God always do this? Always does this to me. You know, I, he always takes me to the, right to the nth degree. And I read something that said, God's never, ever late, but he's hardly ever early. <laughs> okay. He's always just on time. But doubt was creeping into my mind about uh, trusting God and I realised that, um, and straight away the answer, like I answered my, my question straight away, it's because I wasn't trusting God enough. And the reason that he keeps on doing this in my life is because I'm not trusting him enough. I still haven't learnt that lesson. So I've had Proverbs chapter 3 with me, especially verses 5 and 6. I've had those verses with me since I was 10 years old. And I'm 56 years old now, and I'm still having to learn the lesson. And God says, oh, said to me, says to me almost audibly, he says, I'll keep on taking you right to the edge until you trust in me. And it's a, it's an, it's a really, um, it's, it's an amazing lesson, and it just keeps on coming up. And I just wanted to share that with you this morning. That if you're in the same position, if, if God keeps on taking you right to the edge all the time, it's because you've got a trust issue. Okay, You've got a trust issue uh, with him, often the, the same way as I do. And as soon as I say, right, Lord, I'm not going to worry, help me not to worry, you can pray that prayer. You are allowed to pray that prayer and say, Lord, help me to trust you more, help me to... Stop worrying. Once you do that, 
then the blessings come. Um, and something else, it's a little, uh, a little bit of an aside that just happened um, this week with the business, is it's really good to uh, not just you pray for um, less worry and more trust, but to have somebody alongside you and maybe even not uh, your partner or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, but somebody else. And I had this amazing... And it sent shivers down my spine. Um, uh, I had Trent Watson turn up at the yard. He's not here today, so I can talk about him. Um, Okay, I had Trent Watson turn up Monday morning, last Monday morning at the yard. And we talked about cars a little bit because he's a bit of a car nut as well. We talked about the fact that Henna was taking off to... um, to Finland with the boys for a while and how that was going, how he was going to cope with that, which is not, uh, he said probably not, he probably won't cope really well. So if you think of it, <laughs> um, uh, uh, pray for Trent. But th- he came to talk to me or he came to see me just to simply pray with me and it was like an angel, like he had this white sweatshirt on and everything, you know, and he's perfectly clean and <laughs> he's a painter and so sometimes he, he, he can... Uh, turn up a bit rough but it was just amazing like um, to have him pray for my business and to strengthen uh, to to get rid of that worry and replace it with a complete trust because you know where um, something happens and I think the last time I was uh, sharing the word with you um, God tells God says I did that for you I sent Trent to pray for you to get rid of that worry, to get rid of that. So, look, um, as we think of each other in our church family, if you do think, um, oh, I need to pray with that person or, or, sorry, I need to pray for that person, how about actually going around and praying with them if you can? Ring them up, text them, whatever, and say, can I come around? Because it was a huge, um, uh, it was a huge encouragement to me and um, and what's happened in this past week is that I've sold five cars and one caravan <laughs> this week. Okay, and I'm not trying to brag. Or, yes, I am. No, no. Um, and so I've sold more in one week than I have all the last month. And it's a real encouragement to me. And so isn't God fantastic? Isn't God fantastic? Like... He's, he's sort of disciplining me by taking me to the edge and saying, Stephen, you still haven't learned after all these years to trust me properly, but then he'll back that up with a visit from somebody like Trent, you know, and, and Trent came and he prayed with amazing authority and all of that sort of thing, and it was just fantastic, and it sent shivers up my spine. It was just, it, it was just um, so good. So, I mean, I've got no expectation that that'll happen week after week, and one week of good sales doesn't make a successful business. But what's coming through clearly to me is that Lord's saying, if you will trust me, Stephen, I will bless you. Um, and the same for all of you. That's not just a promise for me. That's a promise. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> You've been there. Stephen Hill, standout selection, superior service, lots of alliteration there. 
Yeah, I still don't think, I think having a Superman symbol is a bit over the top, don't you? I don't think I'll, I'll go that way with my logo. Thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks, Peter. Yeah, I know, wouldn't it be fantastic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just amazing, you know, that caravan came in on Friday and I don't know what it is about Yas and caravans, but people in Yas love caravans. And um, that afternoon, Friday afternoon, the person said, you've got a caravan down there? I said, yes. He said, what sort is it? Tell me all about it. He said, sounds excellent, sounds just what I need. You know, and, and then he came down on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon and bought it. And, um, and so that's just, uh, that's just really amazing. So I, want, I w- really want um, you to be encouraged um, with the fact that um, if you're going through that, if, you, if, you, um, if you're always trying to worry and trust at the same time, don't worry about it. All right, hand it over to the Lord, and um, He will uh, He will really bless you. And the and the upshot of um, the upshot of the money issue from a couple of weeks ago, and I fell in a hole and all that sort of thing was that um, other members of um, uh, Leslie's family were able to help us out with a loan, and it's made um, all uh, the difference. Okay, so it is easy to forget. We've got very, we talk about uh, children having selective hearing. Um, We talk about as we get older, we maybe have selective memory. One of the the greatest, um, I don't know whether it's Satan or whether it's just our own sinful state sometimes, but we have this ability to forget God's blessings to us. And so when we when we come up with yet another crisis or yet another issue and God's taking us right to the edge because he's trying to teach us about trusting, okay, we forget about all the blessings and we forget. And I was forgetting about all the last three years and how the Lord has brought me uh, or brought us as a family to this, po- uh, this point in getting this business going. I've forgotten all about the doors that the Lord had opened as I'd gone through um, this process and so we need to remind ourselves and um, I'm trying to do that you know I'm trying to remember to do that and to write stuff down and to have something ready every Sunday in testimony time so that I can put it in my memory and so I won't forget Um, one of the things I did this week was um, I regularly take the cars to um, uh, Yas uh, Automotive and Off-Road. Great couple of guys there. But I can never remember Lee Scorgie's wife's name. Okay? And she's often in there. And she says, hi, Steve, how's it going? And the other day I walked in there and I thought, I've got to ask her what her name is again. Okay? Um, because I'd forgotten. She looked at me when I asked. I said, I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name again. She looked at me and said you've been coming in here for three months and you still don't know my name. So I got a pen and I wrote Robin down on the palm of my hand and I went like that. Okay? (laughs) All right? And that's a memory jogger for you. So I want to suggest that if you do have that issue 
with forgetting about what God's done for you, write it on your hand and smack yourself in the face with it, okay? And that's and I and all this week I've remembered her name. Next week's another week, but you know, um, so we'll just uh, we'll just see how we uh, how we go there. All right, and um, look, Proverbs chapter three. I didn't want to you know go verse by verse through it, but um, it's so important, especially verses five and six, which talks about trusting in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. We'll never make it in our life if we don't um, trust our Lord. If we're always leaning on our own understanding, we'll get nowhere. Okay? And uh, I've been thinking lately, it's fantastic to be a child of God for a whole lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is... is uh, it's an amazing lifelong self-improvement course. We don't have to pay thousands of dollars to go off to courses on how to be better people. We don't have to go off and spend thousands of dollars on how to be a good leader or a good manager or anything like that, okay? Because the Lord encourages us all the time, puts us through um, obstacle courses all the time and he's wanting to see us grow. He's wanting to see us um, trust him and get past that first base if you like so that we're always going to trust him and not worry and so it's a, don't you agree Christian life's an ongoing self-improvement course <laughs> with lots and lots of fantastic um, fringe benefits not the least uh, um, being eternal life which is um, incredible all right so and in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. And so that's a, another key to it, is to be always saying, I don't know how I got here, I don't really know how this all happened, but I praise God that it did. And um, what I've been trying to do with the, with the yard is um, just look out at those 15 or so cars, and I can't believe that we're in the location that we're in, that we've got the cars that we have, that we've got the customers uh, that we have. And I just thank God for it and acknowledge and say to him, well, look, I really, I really don't know how I got here um, and I couldn't have got here without your particular um, blessing. And so trust in the Lord. Don't lean on your own understanding. Look to him first. And as you're looking to him, acknowledge who he is in your life, as verse 6 of Proverbs chapter 3 um, talks about. And then, of course, Proverbs chapter 3 then goes on about wisdom. And it's interesting that wisdom, um, uh, the female gender is used, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. There's all sorts of implications for my relationship with Leslie about that sort of sort of thing that wisdom is thought of a, as a female um, so yeah I won't go there maybe for another uh, for another time but wisdom is taking that idea of trusting God and making it a permanent thing that's what wisdom is with God's help taking that worry away and trusting God 
every time and seeing the blessings flow. That's basically, in a nutshell, what what wisdom is and what uh, the whole of Proverbs is about and certainly the rest of chapter 3. And so what I want to do um, simply this morning is if you have a passion for something or if you've got an idea for something, as I did three years ago or so um, with, um, uh, with selling cars, why don't, why don't you give a, a few doors a little bit of a push and see what happens? If you're somebody that struggles with the idea of the voice of God telling you to do something or if you um, didn't have a bolt from the blue like I did with that photo of Stephen, <laughs> the Stephen Hill car yard, <laughs> okay, um, you know, talk about it with the Lord, pray about it. If it's a passion that you have it's, or it's a business idea that you have, all right, just, um, just push a few doors along with that prayer and just see if those doors, uh, see if those doors open for you. I would certainly encourage you to do that. And there's just a couple of quotes, especially from... A great um, female Bible teacher. There we go. There's the link. She must be very wise. She is wise. Christine Kane. And um, she said, and I wrote it down uh, a few months ago, she says, most of us are dead before we ever die physically because we carry around unused destiny. We can't keep on waiting for the right moment to act. We need to step forward in faith with what is put in front of us and we need to do it now. So I'd encourage you to do that if you're um, uh, at that point that I was um, three uh, three or so years ago. And she also says a little bit later on, um, it's better to look back on life and say, I can't believe I did that, and we'd put in brackets with God's help, can't believe I did that, than to look back and say, I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd done that. So we don't want to get to um, the end of our lives and be saying that. And because time's, uh, time's ticking away, I had, a, I had another birthday this year. Um, okay. I don't know about the rest of you, but I had another birthday getting a bit older, okay, and we need to not be wasting our time. And I I think, again, this was Christine Kane, it might have been Christine Kane, she says, we sail into an uncertain future, but we are surrounded by the faithfulness of God. We wait and see what God will do. So we sail into an uncertain future, but we're surrounded by his faithfulness all the time, aren't we? But we've got to remember that faithfulness. We've got to write it on our hand and got to whack ourselves in the head sometimes. I've got to keep on doing that. Otherwise, God's going to keep on bringing up these trials. You know, and I said to Leslie quite naively a few weeks ago, I'm not going to keep on doing this if God keeps on taking me to the edge all the time. (laughs) And then again, of course, as I said, that answer came back, well, I'm going to keep on taking you to the edge, Stephen, until you learn to trust me. Okay? 
So we are always surrounded by his faithfulness. Um, but we've got to think, we've got to memorize the, the blessings that the Lord has given us. We, if we're not very good at memorizing, we've got to write them down. We've got to come prepared um, every Sunday to, to share. Okay, and I notice, and I'm putting Jill on the spot, but Jill's always got something, always got something that she's remembered, and it's really encouraging to the rest of us, Jill, because you've consistently got something to share with us every week, and it's really important to do that, and it really helps us overcome those, um, those trust issues. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that your faithfulness surrounds us every day. But Lord, so often when it comes to a little hiccup in the road, on that narrow road that we've chosen, Lord, a little pothole comes up, a little hiccup on the road comes. Something happens, Lord, and we forget all about that faithfulness. We forget that uh, you are with us and we pray because maybe it's a habit that we've got into over the years and should get into but Lord we pray and we ask for your help and all of that but we especially I Lord we often pray I often pray and uh, and somehow I have no expectation that you will answer that prayer it's weird Lord but um, we just Lord we ask you to um Bless us, Lord. We ask you to overcome that lack of belief that we have, that forgetfulness that we have about all that you've done for us. And we forget that, Lord, and we don't want to forget it. We want to um, not get off the phone to you, as it were, and then just start worrying again. Lord, you've told us that we can't worry, we can't be anxious, we can't be downcast. Lord, and, and seek to trust you at the, t- at the same time. It doesn't work. But, Lord, thank you that through prayer, and like this week, Lord, uh, for me, through the prayers of a Christian brother that came alongside me, Lord, um, uh, that uh, you dispel that worry. We don't have to worry that we worry, Lord. We just thank you for that. Uh, opportunity that you will help us out of that point and uh, bring us to the point where every time that there is an issue that comes up in our lives it's opportunity for growth it's an opportunity for us to learn to trust you more Lord and we pray this in precious name of Jesus who made it all possible for us to have this amazing relationship with you Lord we thank you for that in your precious name.